Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller, and I'm joined by Thomas Middleditch as Miles Vanderbuck, Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, and Ashley Birch as Jen Brown. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Stream of Blood and tonight's uh, presentation of our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition chronicle, Vampires of Pittsburgh. I am, of course, your storyteller, Jared Logan. Is everybody ready to play? Because I'm ready to go. Are you guys ready to go? I think I'm ready to go. Let's do this because our first order of business is to find out where was Miles? Um, (laughs) Uh, Miles uh, didn't participate in the last episode and uh, he, you know, I I explained that he's sort of the Wolverine of this expansion. He goes off on side quests by himself all the time uh, while Kitty Pride and Cyclops have to run the ranch. So uh, (laughs) what I want to know is uh, where was Miles? Now, I have a couple options here for him, but maybe, but I don't have, I don't, you know, I'm not tied to any of them. So. Uh, maybe you have an idea of where Miles was uh, for a, a few days recently, uh, Thomas. Okay. I, <laughs> to be honest, I completely forget the last session. Oh, I think it was, wait, wasn't it? We were waiting outside in the van? No, in the car. No, the last oh, we... one we played with you, we were in the bottom of that for sale house. Oh, yes. yeah. Right? yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know what you guys you guys remind me that a recap is in order so um you uh you you underwent an, uh, a mission against a camaria coterie the blood dance uh and you infiltrated them using our friend james brown uh you recall that uh, jen brown now has a thin blood alchemical ritual that transforms her into uh one of the male sex um she infiltrated uh their their dance clubs their nightclubs um, and uh, that led uh, Curtis and Miles to uh, one of their hideouts in the uh, Forever Clean facility there in Pittsburgh. And uh, you guys wreaked havoc on that facility. Um, you uh, basically staged a Nosferatu attack because you'd read something in the yeah, thumb drive. That said, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly that. <laughs> the Nosferatu and the, and the Toreador were kind of fighting over the nightclubs mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. And the compromise that was struck was that the Blood Dance Coterie made up of Toreadors and Nosferatu would get those nightclubs well you've you've uh, in theory thrown a wrench into that that very you know uh history deal by kind of staging a fake uh nosferatu attack on the blood dance's headquarters you destroyed the nosferatu member of the blood dance uh, a guy named amon and you had rats attack and you wrote things in the in the <laughs> dirt that made it seem like perhaps uh, the Nosferatu had called him a traitor and attacked the blood dance. Um, 
Uh, and that was the last session that Miles got to participate in. Uh, then last session was sort of a uh, a downtime session where uh, our friends, uh, Jen Brown and our friend Curtis Krieger, had to kind of manage this army of anarchs that's now hanging out in the abandoned Brownsville Hospital. And there were a lot of things to deal with, for example, getting them all fed because, uh, well, the crew in charge of feeding, uh, you know, hasn't really been able to procure a lot of blood. Uh, the Anarch Army is, is using, uh, and that's the focus of this episode, actually. We'll get to that in a little bit, but they're using an urn that uh, yes. at one point belonged to the Prince of Pittsburgh, but was stolen by the Anarchs, and it has uh, supernatural powers. It turns any kind of blood placed inside of it into uh, genuine kindred vitae, which is uh, an insane advantage for the Anarchs in some ways, like um, when someone drinks from it, they feel empowered. Their hunger goes down to zero. Um, it kind of is like uh, free health care for all the Anarchs. And, uh, you know, they're very into it, but it does need blood to put in in the first place. So I'll key you in on what your friends did during that session, the decisions they made in a moment. But where was Miles while they were kind of managing the troops? Now I understand. Yes. Um, well, I mean, I it it. it I would I will have to justify essentially leaving early or late while being hidden in that house, right? And the real estate agent came down and I believe from what you guys told me you devoured him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay. we handled that a little bit off screen, but uh Ross Bryant's character, Mr. Curtis Krieger, failed some roles, yes. uh, was at Hunger Four yeah. and devoured a real estate agent. Okay. I tore him asunder. So then maybe once the sort of the, the rage subsided and you got back to the closet, you found that Miles Vanderbuck was no longer there. He sort of disappeared into the night. That's because. Let's see. I thought you were <laughs> reaching for your canjo. The greatest transition. Yeah. Well, I'm not as look, funny. I think that Miles, I think that, you know, oh. we, we, we sort of, it doesn't matter, but we sort of canon established just for anybody who's in the chat right now, like, wait a second, that's not what Jared said. Uh, Miles did let his friends know that he had to head off into the night. And, you know, Thomas, if you want, we can leave it up to a roll to find out what you did. I have a little. Well, I was going here. to say, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what else I would do, but I think have uh, having spent some time with that young, uh, unbitten woman who's now Dylan. Dylan. Yes. Young Dylan. She's reminding me a lot of my, of my own daughter, Amy and the biker guy that she's with uh, reminds me a lot of, uh, what's his name? Terry or fucking Troy or <laughs> Travis, right? Travis. Yeah. The guy that she's dating. And so he might want to like, in the bushes at night, like peer in them and make sure they're okay. Just to check in, just to check in. Watching over his daughter, why that's on my sheet. Um, <laughs> I thought that you might say that you'd go check in on your touchstone again, which is a, it, it, it makes sense. It's a great idea. So, um, yeah, Miles has been spending several days watching over his daughter. Maybe he even connected with her again, had a conversation with her. Um, but in order to kind of watch over her, he has to he has to kind of stay away from her, right? That's what yes. you decided to do, right? Yes. I think that you need to let, let's just quickly find out how all that went. Give me a resolve plus stealth roll. And uh we're not gonna make it a very high difficulty. We're actually gonna see how many successes you get. 
and decide what happened based on that. All right. And I have a question after this roll. Okay. Well, I got five successes, buddy. Wow. Okay. What's your, uh, do you want to know what happened or do you want to ask the question first? No, I I can know what happened. Actually, this is, uh, well, with five successes, I think I should let you narrate it. I mean, and it should benefit you in some way. Five successes is so many successes that uh, Miles should have some sort of benefit. I think that and if you have, I, ha- I know, per- I know the perfect idea because it was going to lead into my question. Yeah, great. Okay, so let's just say <laughs> that Miles is uh, creeping in the bushes, longing his dead, unfunctioning heart not beating for his daughter uh, as he cries a few tears of blood <laughs> and wishing that he could hold her just that one last time. And tell me if this is too much. Tell me if this breaks the story. But I believe maybe that at this point, Miles is unawares that he's being tracked by, I actually don't know who. So uh-huh. since he's so, he's been so successful at looking at his daughter again i'm not going to fish for too much let's just say on his last his final night he leaves the house and on his way out he sees a car waiting by the street with two sort of silhouettes in there he doesn't he's not going to confront him but it just registers as something oh i think absolutely um uh yes approved uh signed sealed um, you are aware that someone is is following or keeping tabs on Miles, and I'll go a step farther. Um, you uh, you can tell that the car is like a uh, one commonly used by plainclothes policemen or you know an unmarked police car. Hmm. Interesting. Not who you thought it was. No, that 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 kind of makes sense, but I'm just making sure I had a thought, but then I realized he's dead. <laughs> uh, DJ's dead, and I well, I, I'll the, the oh yeah, the remaining, it's not DJ. Yeah, no, the remaining thoughts I will uh, bring to the group when I return, and it, it, let's say I come back. I don't really have to sneak back into the hospital. I just do and try and find Jen and Curtis, and they ask. I just said. I, I had to see about a girl. <laughs> no, I just said I just had to see my daughter one more time. But don't worry, I I kept the masquerade. Uh, yes. So let's set the scene. You return um, a, a couple nights hence, uh, and we're in the old Brownsville abandoned hospital. Um, it's been fixed up a bit now. It's not quite uh, as much of a shithole. There aren't as many, you know, uh, there's not a debris everywhere. There aren't walls like falling half in. Uh, the vampires have been working to make it a uh, livable space, unlivable space. Um, and um, you can find uh, Curtis and Jen in the operating theater, uh, the place where communion has been taking place with Mary. Uh, and in fact, one communion took place while you were gone. They are in there, perhaps kind of chatting about next moves. Uh, and Miles, you may join them. Okay. Um, guys, can I uh, speak to you in private for a minute? Because I'm assuming Mary and the other folks are with us. 
here? Um, uh, no, not necessarily. I think maybe oh. this is just a time when uh, Jen and, and Curtis are talking. Yeah. Then um, maybe I, in like a classic, uh, <laughs> what's, what's the fucking um, Tom Hanks movie? Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code come in, like pretend to be praying or whatever, but like just sidle on up and talk quietly as we all, home and home and home and home, we're all angels. Penitent man. And just say, who do you know? Who do we know that's on our side? That's in the on the on the side of the law, police force. Who do we have? I don't know if we have anyone on our side on the police force. I don't think we got anybody. Not anymore. The Camarilla had people on the inside, and I know that Churchill had some of his own cutouts so that he keep eyes on their people. I well, think the cops are owned by the Camarilla almost entirely. Okay. Well, the cops are sucked yeah. and paid for by them. Okay. <laughs> sucked I, I, that, and paid that came for. out. No. Uh, hey, I get it. I get yeah. it, brother. Um, does uh, so either uh, I had to take a look at my daughter. I just I gotta know she's safe. But uh, there was a car outside, and either her dipshit boyfriend travis is up to something which could be possible or they know who she is who sh whose daughter she is and they might be well let's just say they're looking at her they're watching her are you sure they didn't just follow you if you that's the case you might have led them right to you it's certainly fine to role play that possibility, but I will say as your storyteller, I want you to know where you stand as players and in the game. And I will say his five successes means Miles clocked them. They didn't clock him. Okay. So, well, but still Miles thinks, oh, I mean, I was actually <laughs> careful. I mean, if you're careful then, and things, then it should be okay. But the heat is, the heat is starting to rise. They can only, Keep eyes on each other for so long. We've sown a little bit of discord, but they're going to come at us sooner or later. Miles, did you get a look at the car, the license plate, anything? Do you remember anything? It said it's, uh, you know, one of them plain clothes undercover cop cars. Did I get a look at the license plate? That'd did be a great thing. What? Five I'm probably sure that there's a role I could do. Maybe uh, it depends. Yeah, there on probably if my is intelligence so. slash investigation role. Does any? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that would work. Well, let me see. License plate. License plate. <laughs> um, one success. R. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, no, you didn't get a plate. Uh, with one success, no, you didn't. Um, but maybe the make and model of the car. Maybe? Yes. Oh, yeah, Ford Taurus. No, it wasn't, actually. It was a uh, Ford Crown, Crown Victoria. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and you guys, uh, I mean, well, Miles knows, because he's an old Pittsburgh Union man that uh, cops who aren't, you know, in the official cars that, you know, have sirens and, you know, everything on them, like, you know, detectives and such, 
in uh, Pittsburgh, they are often assigned or they drive around in Crown Victorias. Did we? I'm, I'm, I maybe don't have this. Did, did we have a name for Churchill's personal police informant guy? You, um, you did at one point, possibly. Actually, no, he kept it a secret from you because, as you recall, he did not want you to oh, expose him. Right. You could uh, identify him out of a lineup because you've seen him face to face and spoken to him many times. You could even recognize his voice if you heard it, but you you don't know his name. Okay. Young black like- guy, uh, shaved head, um, and uh, you know, uh, very competent uh, fit. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, you'd have to you'd have to kind of see him to be. Oh, there he is. Right. And Churchill was. What coterie was he a part of? He was gangrel. Churchill was the sheriff, the and sheriff. yes, he was of the gangrel clan. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. And we didn't really like, meet any other gangrels. I mean, besides no Curtis. Gangrel, there are no other gangrels. There are no other gangrels. As far as we know. Okay. That's right. Um, Churchill was one of the few holdouts. Uh, a while back, the gangrel all left uh, the Camarilla and became part of the Anarch movement. But Churchill was one of the few gangrel that stayed within the Camarilla when that happened years ago. Okay, if so it's question. Detective, my guess would be that <clears throat> his loyalty would have passed to whoever <clears throat> inherited the position of sheriff. So Ashley has a question, which right. is, did any of Jen's snooping? Or can I, I have to roll again, don't I, to see if our plan worked or to get any sort of beat on what's happening with the Camarilla? So you, so that's one of the things. So here we go. We can, we can enter, we can inform our friend, Miles Vanderbuck, that one of the things that was uh, decided on and implemented during the last session was that you guys decided you needed some sort of spy or mole within the Camarilla. And the way you decided to do that was to maybe turn a ghoul, right? Like one of the ghouls of the Camarilla perhaps could be turned into a double agent for you. Um, So you've made the preliminary steps towards doing that. And what you did was send Dylan and Cross uh, to investigate the Ventru. The Ventru operate out of the steel stacks and several corporate uh, uh, businesses in Pittsburgh. You've sent her to uh, concerts at the steel stacks as sort of like uh, some eyes on the ground to kind of maybe... Yeah. Uh, oh, there's cross. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know we had a cross. Uh, uh, He's, I love how friendly he is in that photo. In that yeah, he, 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 he pulls that energy sometimes. Yeah, he totally does. Um, that's, yeah, that's, him, that's him volunteering for this job. Oh, for this job. <laughs> exactly. So cross, like you had to kind of talk him down from doing it himself because, um, he didn't quite realize that having a huge cross tattoo on his face might make him distinctive. Um, uh, so, uh, you, you guys suggested that maybe he take the, the only mortal in your anarch army, uh, Dylan, uh, she's not even a ghoul, uh, and kind of use her as boots on the ground to kind of find out who are the ghouls or, or the, the vampires operating, uh, in the steel stacks and who you might turn, but that is an ongoing process. Um, and we can even say that perhaps it happened the night before that you kind of started that mission. So, you probably don't have any info yet, Jen Brown. I was also asking about because don't I? I I'm trying to set up some sort of back channel. Yeah, um, and I had to roll for it last time, right? Yes, you did, and I think that um, that's also an ongoing process. But okay. You're trying to you're trying to kind of um, 
uh, spy on Sabrina, your 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 very close friend and your former CFO of your company, uh, who now, as far as you know, belongs to the Nosferatu. Um, I'll allow you to roll again. We can make some progress tonight on that. Like, let's say that that you know we're kind of we're flash flashbacking a little bit to, to earlier in the evening. You worked on it some more. So why don't you give me another technology uh, plus? I think let's call it wits roll. There's probably no way for me to have any information that would help us figure out who these like, I guess I was just asking because I'm wondering if we have any intel on the Camarilla now that we didn't have before about how things have changed since our little adventure. Yeah, that's a great question. Ruse. I would say as you guys are discussing it, you can see Miles, his knee bouncing. He's starting to get agitated, lost in thought of like, oh, my God, they're going to they're going to get after Amy. So you can see the fuse mm-hmm. ticking. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, then I will reframe that, Jen Brown. I think that you are you are furiously checking the progress of like, you know, I think you have like some different devices and de-encryptors running to like break her security. And I've got to tell you that, unfortunately, I I can't give you any clues because those bars are still slowly ticking down. You accessing. Yeah. Accessing. You're not in yet. Um, So. um, (laughs) Okay. So yeah, but but uh, good news that this abandoned hospital now has a, a lot of outlets that are working with like a <laughs> big multi-screen setup for Jen Brown in one of the rooms. Full like VR like <laughs> lawnmower man. <laughs> yeah, it's a Minority Report. Jen Brown yeah, yeah. like moving things on a wall. Nineties um, Angelina. It's like Jones Yeah, mm-hmm. I have like yeah. seven screens for no reason. I'm wondering if there's a clever You're way. Diving into the netverse. Good luck. <laughs> I'm wondering Whoa, if there's shit, a... there goes zero cool, zero cool. That's None of our other anarchs. No, they wouldn't know anything. I'm just wondering if there's a clever way to get some sort of sense of what's happened to the Camarilla since without exposing ourselves and without waiting for Dylan to come back. But um, just so that we can try to figure out maybe who's tailing Amy. But did Dylan go to the Camarilla or to the old dance club of the the other people? The um, dance club right. of the, yeah, the Steel Stacks. It's kind of a concert venue. It's also like a, a horrible corporate, like, you know, it has like an old fashioned main street that's like uh, fake and was built in like 2015. You know, it's got a Cold Stone Creamery. A pedestrian yeah. mall. A pedestrian <laughs> mall attached to a music venue that's like, Coming soon, Ario Speedwagon. You know, it's Shit. like that kind of a place. Do um, do we? Uh, we don't. As anarchists, do we abide by the masquerade? No, that's, that's come a up. Question. Um, it's it's kind of a squidgy subject. I think moment. we abide by it in as in as, as much, much as it helps us. us. Yeah. Well, I mean, Miles is. No, he he doesn't voice his thoughts yet because yeah, I don't know, I don't know if I want to willingly bring Amy into this fucking shit show. <laughs> well, I know who does. Even though know, Miles kind of likes it, but I don't know. He, mm. I mean, I know yeah. who does voice their thoughts. Kenya, uh, the uh, other thin blood in your anarch uh, coterie, your coterie of twenty-five vampires now, um, who appears in the doorway and is like, "Are you ready? You said we were going tonight." Yeah, that's right. Can you just give us five minutes? We'll be right up. Heads out. Um, 
I assume that maybe by this point we've updated Miles on what we were planning on doing, but I feel like I want to check in and be like, are you all right to do this? Um, you may have updated him um, in the fiction, but have we updated? Oh, him? no, I don't think no, we no, told yeah. you. We're going to. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to be like, wait, I'm, I'm so I'm a, my memory. Did they tell me tonight? <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, All this is cooking along. We've got a lot of different. There are so the many moving parts to this chronicle now. There's many. like like there. It's like a three. It's not 40 chess. It's like 70 chess. Right. And um, yeah, also when you bring up cops is like I'm like Curtis turns. He was like, don't worry. Soon we'll have some people inside on the other side of the law like, <laughs> right yeah i forgot about that oh my god curtis also oh uh started Fred. establishing yeah the control of the the drug trade in pittsburgh it, it's a whole thing that, now. all mm-hmm. of these threads will come back but tonight there is one thread on the docket the thing that you decided the mission you decided on the thing that you're going to look into tonight and i'll let you tell miles about that i'll only jump in if, if there's a detail that needs clarified go ahead so much of our power so much of the loyalty that we've got amid among the anarchs here and our relationship to mary is tied to this this urn that we don't know anything about so we did a little digging and there might be some clues to find out about where it comes from and what it's all about to be found at uh one of the museums downtown and the staff there now i'm not the smartest guy i don't know an adjunct professor from a, a museum docent but, <laughs> but kenya's gonna take us down there we're gonna see if we can find some answers so that we're not totally in the dark but i know that you're worried about amy so what do, i mean what is it that we need to know you put a bunch of old shit in there and then when you drink it you feel great what's some professor gonna tell us about some goddamn magic vase do we know if there's any consequences do we know if we're getting are we getting our minds taken over to be honest are you looking for one of them human human professors or are you looking for one of us we're looking for a human well, we've learned that this was taken from. Did did we not learn oh. that this was taken from a? It was taken from the museum, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yes, you you had learned that 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 yeah. uh, I think Kenya had a very old article that talked about how it had been stolen from this museum. That museum's name is the Elson. Uh, the Elson Museum of Near East Archaeology, mm-hmm. uh, and it's attached to the Pittsburgh Theological Seminary. It is a branch of that uh, that institution of higher learning, and, and a seminary, of course, means they train uh, they train clergy. In this case, Presbyterian clergy. Okay. Um, Something we need to be mindful of is whatever we find out about this urn. We need to make sure that our relationship with Mary and everyone else's fear of Mary stays intact. Yeah. Okay. Whatever we learn about the urn might be a little bit more that we learn about her. So this is, and also Kenya did a lot of this um, independent research herself. And part of this is trying to keep the band together as it were. 
so that we're not splitting and splintering and doing things on our own like she was. So this is also a little bit of it's a it's a loyalty mission for us. We got a bunch of different agendas operating amongst the 25 and not everybody likes to be led. Cross needs to go out on a mission. Right. Kenya needs to put her intelligence to the test and also Bob's here. So we got <laughs> I I wonder that cats to herd. Cuz Thomas the player wants to go along with the mission that feel, that that's, that is tonight. But I wonder if Miles can sort of if he can think of one of our one among us in the ranks to maybe go keep an eye on at a distance uh, mm. those who are watching Amy. If he just, can just to delegate delegate at least some light surveillance uh, on that. I'm way. trying to think of who would who could we trust to do that. It's a great question. I mean, you know, uh, basically the 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 people that you've talked to a lot within the coterie, within the within the Anarch band, uh, have been kind of assigned to each of you. Um, there's Thana, Circe, and Mary who've kind of been working with uh, Jen a lot. There are uh, Rose, the true believers, right? They're the true believers. Yeah, and they're. Okay. You know, uh, Circe is kind of more like I'm into the magic of it or the supernatural powers of this urn. And Thana is a true believer. And Mary is uh, a very true believer, uh, the preacher, if, if you will. Um, and then there are the warriors that have been working with Curtis, uh, Dutch and Smokey, the uh, the Iron Horseman. Uh, Rhodes, the uh, redneck who's brought his yeah. two brothers who are ghouls along uh, and uh, and Cross. And then uh, there are the people that have been working with Miles, uh, who are uh, Kenya and Bob. Now, um, <laughs> wow, I love this <laughs> Bob's Bob has the incredible discipline of uh, why didn't we? Or are you sure we should have? Uh, uh, he reminds me of the energy vampire from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. So. Um, so Bob, me, might, Bob was actually creeping in as my first choice because really? if he were to ever be found, he can maybe uh, give us up. Come off, no, come off as like Uncle uh, Uncle Bob. Like he's kind of like he doesn't I, have a I'm a vampire witch with supernatural powers vibe to him. Uh, nor does he have a I'm a vampire apocalypse warrior vibe you're right he he probably fits in among the general human populace better than a lot of vampires i don't know how much i trust his gumption yeah what exactly do you want to do miles do you want to you want to surveil this detective you want to protect amy you want to put a guard on there you yeah i mean you want to she's my daughter curtis I know, but if we're going to send one of the Anarchs, we have to find a way to justify it that isn't just a personal favor to you. Well, then I'll go. Miles. They're looking for you. You know they're looking for you. Well, then the museum can wait. What if they get, what if they get Amy tonight? We can go wait in the bushes, send an ambush. Curtis, you like that kind of stuff. Bring your guns. What if we do something that Jared's going to love <laughs> and split the party? <laughs> well, I, I can I can say a couple of things, which is I'm fine with you splitting the party if that's what you want to do. Although 
we are all aware of the risks when you split up a party. Uh-huh. I'm also fine with you saying, you know what? I'm going to tell Kenya, fuck the museum, and we're going to go stake out the guy that's staking out Miles' daughter. You can do that. This is, this is I'm prepared. I have done my research and my, <laughs> I've written pages of things, and we can do whatever you guys would like to do. So, um, it's probably I, I also, as Kenya. a player, don't want to bogart. The, the, the no, I like this do. actually. I like yeah, that there's this weird yeah. that there's that there's like a tent, like a, a conflict of where to go. Mm. I mean, my my uh, suggestion would be right. that Curtis, you go with Kenya, bring another anarch if you need to, because Miles and I are not going to engage, right, Miles? We're just going to watch, gather intel. We'll come back, maybe even reconvene with you guys if it's yeah. appropriate. Yeah, he says, yeah, nodding as he's putting his samurai sword on his back. <laughs> his katana. Yeah, I, I'm just Can not going to be useful at the museum. If could, it could goes we down, stay, which it definitely will. Could we say real quick within any of these days that I had during my off time, because I always forget about it. Um, I have a craft skill. Could I have maybe like shortened this massive katana into like <laughs> whatever they call the short katana so I can stow it more concealed? Sure. Although I don't know off the top of my head what they call the short katana. I know that you have there is a name, but I don't know. I don't know what I don't I, I, I know that you have excellent craft skill. So here's what I want. Let's see how you did at that. Okay. Um, give me a uh, why do I feel like strength? A strength plus craft roll to see how good you are at like blacksmithing, and um, in order to uh, make it into an equally dangerous weapon that is now much more concealable, you just need to give me three successes. How does four sound? It sounds like um, you've made it better, and it is now more concealable. So yes, you are sliding this very uh, small uh, concealable. Uh, killer uh, diamond hard blade uh, on your person somewhere. Yeah, is you're, it? Uh, I'm just Googled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I was looking for. Wow, you did that off the top of your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm remembering how awful I was at trying to stop Miles from doing shit the last time that we were <laughs> at odds, and I'm thinking actually now that maybe just me and Miles going somewhere is a terrible no. idea. Yeah, I, um, I would like to roll to convince. As someone who wants to see drama happen, it sounds like an awesome idea. Awesome yeah. idea. <laughs> um, but but I of course you can decide to send whoever you'd like with Miles. Miles, what were you saying? I'm sorry, you you're gonna uh, recruit someone else for this? Or? No, no, I was going to conv- I was going to convince Jen that yeah, this is we're all we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be to this is complete it's complete reconnaissance. Look, I, I've made my blade shorter. What am I gonna do with this thing? It's a fucking bear. It's a knife. <laughs> I feel All like right. I should contest Stakes. this. Katana's. I feel like I feel like I know Miles well enough to know. That well, this is I can't, go I can't allow you. I can't allow you. We can do a little PvP. Do you want to roll insight on him and see how uh, how much you believe that he will? I think Miles believes that he's just going to do reconnaissance. Uh, sure, Thomas can contradict me. I think oh. Miles thinks that, but maybe Jen knows him well enough now that to know that. Uh, his best intentions may be thwarted by his own impulses. Why don't you give me a uh, wits plus insight role, Jen Brown? Where are we at hunger-wise? Are we good? Yeah, uh, great question. I think you're up to one again. You know, the, the, the urn uh, feeds you and takes you down to zero, but, it, you know, not for that, uh, you know, night after night after night. I got two successes. 
Okay. Um, I think uh, I think that that is enough. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's enough to to know you don't trust him, but not enough for you to have planned some sort of backup, like uh oh, in case he tries this, I've already done this kind of thing. Um, but we haven't we haven't uh, definitely decided that this is what we're doing, right? Or have we? No, no, you haven't. You can you 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 know you can talk. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna. Look at Curtis as if to say, well, you want to weigh in kind of thing. Because I feel like. Come on, let's go. Kenya actually sticks her head back what in. We, and like, are we leaving? Five minutes are up. Look, <laughs> you, what, are you, what are you doing? You're protecting your daughter or are you doing reconnaissance? You're trying to see if this car comes back to your old, to her place and tail it. You're just trying to make sure that they don't bust in. Uh, come C and B. Uh, I just want to make sure they don't do nothing. And if I, if we spot them again, yeah, tell them. Find out who these guys are. Don't you want to know? I mean, hell, if they've got people tailing us, if they've got people knowing who the hell we are, knowing who my daughter is, well, then uh, who? what else do they know? Who are they even? I mean, are these guys Camarillo? Are they ghouls? Are they just cops? I'm going to change my mind, actually. I'm going to say... We can send Bob for reconnaissance. Bob? I mean, yeah, yeah. Kenya's still there and she's like, you're going to send Bob to do something? (laughs) (laughs) Just let me go. I mean, I'll go by myself. I promise I won't do nothing. Miles. Alone. Relax. Jen. Relax. Part of me is like, if it is the, if it is the detective that I've seen, then I could ID him. But what that would only tell me that the car has a Camarilla connection. It wouldn't tell me anything more than that. That why the don't, uh, why don't we go about, and we send Bob and Kenzo to go talk to the museum curator? You can do that. I feel like if we don't go with Kenya, we're gonna we're gonna lose her trust. Yeah, so. I want to. I would actually say at this point, I would, I would send, if it were up to me, I would send Curtis and Bob and then Miles and I would go with Kenya to the museum. Hmm. So Bob and I are now staying. <laughs> because if, if something goes wrong, you I'm, can take control of him or you can maybe ID the cop and you won't go in guns blazing if something I, happens. All right. We've been arguing for a while. But that's just me. Look after his daughter. The then storyteller, you the storyteller's coming in now and saying we've been arguing for a while. So, um, I, I think that everybody can make a role. Okay. And then the person who gets the most successes gets their way. They get to choose the the, the marching orders. Okay. So, um, I want it to be. Uh, let's see. Um, and you can <laughs> each use different pools if you'd like. Um, so for Miles, Miles is stubborn. Miles can roll resolve. Intimidation. Uh, yeah, you want to roll into intim- resolve plus intimidation. Yes. Are you intimidating your friends? Um. Yeah. I'm. Okay. I'm not like with like violence, but with just like he's getting worked up and he wants he wants to go. It's like a like a, a, there's clenched teeth involved. He is a brouhaha, and they, you know their blood runs hot. So you guys can see that Miles is getting more and more like predator like and. Uh, you know, kind of cagey, the more that you kind of try to, 
you know, talk him out of this course of action. What's Curtis going to? I agreed, Miles. You may use intimidation, but understand that using intimidation sometimes has fallout in your relationships. Uh, Curtis, what is uh, what is your tactic? Um, I want to. I'll roll wits plus streetwise to be like, what is the, like, what's the, like. If they're if if cops are going around, who's going to be the least conspicuous? Who's who's the best equipped to actually do something effective in both of these situations? Great, a, a logical argument about tactics, a, a very Curtis uh, move. Uh, you can do that. And Jen Brown, what tactic are you going to use? Remember, whoever gets the most successes here gets to decide what's happening. Jen Brown, what are you going to use? Uh, I was thinking intelligence plus persuasion to try to map out what is strategically the, the most, uh, the, the best option and then use persuasion to try to convince the team. To that makes, that makes total sense. So you're just for the thing that's best for the entire Anarch, uh, army, you're, you're yes. the, the entire group. Um, okay. Um, what are your high schools for each of those? Miles Vanderbilt. I, I, already, I already rolled it. You guys win. I, wait, <laughs> I had seven dice and all of them fail. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay. That's all right. But, but you know, even Jen and, and Curtis had different ideas of maybe mm -hmm. how it should go down. So they should go ahead and roll as well. What are your dice pulls, guys? Uh, Curtis, what's your dice pull? Six. And what's yours, Jen Brown? Seven. Okay. Uh, pretty, pretty close. Go ahead and roll. Let's see whose argument wins the day here. I already mm -hmm. rolled. Yeah. It's two. Two. Holy shit. Okay. Um, I'm gonna want it. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. gonna defer to Curtis. Wow. Okay. I'm great. Defer to Curtis. Curtis, Mr. Tactics, Mr. Strategy. Who's going on what mission? Tell okay. us. Um, yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to fight in front of front of the everyone. Um, mm -hmm. So Smart. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Okay. Then you should, Kenya, Jen. Why don't I will accompany? No, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it, y'all. And you guys, what are you saying, Curtis? Come on, Miles I thought we were all going. Oh, God, he's going to fucking chop some heads tonight. Um, oh God, I don't want, I just want to keep an eye on this fucking guy. Um, <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Um, you need protection too, in case something goes south, though. Um, you could send us with one of the, uh, like, Dusty or one of them. Right. No, yeah, I, I think that's the move. I'll, uh, um, okay, yeah. Uh, why don't the two of you go with uh, go with a uh, uh, Smokey? Okay, there so you go, Smokey. Peter Biker, uh, Anarch with uh, with uh, Kenya and Jen Brown to interview the staff of the museum. Is that right? That's right. I'll go with Miles. Okay, great. And you know, it, it even makes sense. I mean, if you came up like six vampires deep to these. Uh, these uh, scholars, these academics, it would come off as it's pretty strange. So uh, Curtis and Miles are going to go and continue to stake out Amy Vanderbuck, uh, Miles's daughter from his mortal life, while uh, Jen Brown and Kenya go to try to find out more about 
the urn. Um, I'm as very we're parting before we yeah. do that. Can I grab Curtis's arm? Mm-hmm. Like as maybe as like Miles is walking and just like, don't let him do something stupid, please. You think I want to bring the world down on us? I'll make sure he doesn't fuck anything up. But it would be nice to know if we're being tailed. Hey, and then I just hand on shoulder, like, make thing, make sure things don't go south. I don't want Smokey to have to do anything. <laughs> um, how many Brent. times? How many times I, I save your hides, killing everybody? You're loose cannon. Oh, your cannon is loose. Yeah, yeah, man. I wonder if you did anything lately that we don't know about that might cause the police to know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, no, the pro, uh, the, 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 in all likelihood, just to, you know, uh, remind our, our viewers and to remind my players, maybe it, the all likelihood, the reason that Amy Vanderbuck is being staked out by some sort of, uh, police presence is because Miles snuck into the morgue at the actual, uh, police, uh, headquarters and chopped off the head of the Man. Prince of Pittsburgh. You're probably the, the the reason you're probably head of the anarchs right now is because of me. All right, so just relax. That's that's also that's also not untrue. Not Look, we've decided our marching orders. I'm going to take a very short break, uh, and then <laughs> when we come back, we will uh, see how it all goes down. Uh, so let's take a break. We'll be right back, everybody. Hello, I'm comedian Game Master Jared Logan, and I'm letting you know that you can geek out about your favorite tabletop role-playing games with me and my buddies on Stereo. No, Stereo isn't a boombox. It's a free app available in the App Store where you can listen to live broadcasts by your favorite comedians, creators, and commentators, and also interact with them by sending them your thoughts and questions in real time. It's kind of like an audio version of Twitch. And now our gaming show, The Stream of Blood, is offering you, Johnny Q Gamer, a new way to interact with us. Join us Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific for a live show on the Stereo app. Download the free Stereo app and select Stream of Blood so you can connect with us whenever we go live. Go to www.stereo.com forward slash Stream of Blood to get started. Stereo users can listen and seek out topics and conversations that interest them sports comedy politics or maybe what is the difference between a mummy and a mummy lord in dungeons and dragons that's a conversation that would interest me if you're an android or apple user you can download stereo for free create a profile and then you can submit audio messages to our show and make your voice heard on the stream of blood we'll be discussing game mastering tips and ideas for the ultimate tabletop campaign leave a message for us and let us know how you do it at your table Listen on stereo to Stream of Blood Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Find us at www.stereo.com forward slash stream of blood. So here we are, and um, we are uh, starting where we left off. Our, our party is split. They have decided to go uh, separate directions, and I believe I will start with our friend Jen Brown. Uh, and her associate Kenya, uh, and uh, Smokey, Smokey the Iron Horseman. Uh, you guys are heading off to speak to uh, some of the staff of uh, the Elson Museum of Near East Archaeology. So, 
Uh, Kenya lays out some printouts that she made at the library. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it down to Jen Brown for a moment. Here, here we go. Yeah. Um, and uh, she shows you some printouts. She printed out like kind of the staff page on the website, and she and and uh, you and she have been working over the last couple nights to find out where you could find these people. So you don't necessarily have to go to the museum after hours. You you now have their addresses or places that. Um, you know, their, their Facebook shows they're known to frequent. Um, so uh, you, she says, um, we have a couple options here. Who do you think that we should talk to? Uh, and she shows you uh, um, Professor of Bible Studies and Archaeology, Dr. Mm-hmm. Ronald Lapham, who is a mid-40s, like, kind of bronzed uh, guy uh, with a bit of a churchy look, if you know what I mean by that, sort of smiley mm-hmm. and you know, but still, he looks like he spent a lot of time in the sun. Um, then there is a pastor, Wayne Stewart, who is an older gentleman uh, who, uh, you know, has squinty eyes. He looks like he might be a, a little bit up there in age and is is balding. Um, he is, uh, by the way, the director of the Doctor of Ministry program at the Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, and he's also on the board of the uh, Museum of Near East Archaeology. Uh, we have Gwen Eastman, the curator of the of the uh, Elson Near East Museum of Antiquities. So she, she her whole job is the museum. Um, and she is, um, when you look at her photo, it's like the kind of photo that where you look at someone and then you sort of forget what they look like and you have to look back a minute later. Like she's a, a woman who leaves not very much of an impression. Um, she's not very striking, uh, but she's also, uh, you know, she's she's very average uh, in, in appearance from what you could tell there. And then uh, Dr. Abraham Galanti, the doctor of sacred, a, a, a doctor of sacred theology and philosophy uh, at the Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, uh, another old man. This one, um, not quite as uh, average looking as as our friend Wayne Stewart, this guy. Looks like a modern-day King Lear. He's got long, flowing white hair and a big, impressive beard. And in his photo, he's striking kind of a dramatic pose. So Kenya wants to know who you think is the person to talk to about the urn, perhaps about the theft of the urn many years ago. Okay. I think my instinct is the curator. It makes sense, right? She's the one whose entire job is the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could try her at the museum or you could try her at home because uh, you're um, – I've gone ahead and uh, GM Fiat, Storyteller Fiat, decided your hacking skills have allowed you to kind of track down her address. You were planning to go and do this mission, so you have found out where you can question her. Where would you like to look into, Dr. Gwen Eastman? <laughs> Well, so we wouldn't have arranged to speak with her at her home. We would just be sort of you could dropping you in like. on her. You could arrange if you'd like. Where does she live in the city? Um, she has uh, uh, an apartment in Shadyside, which is, you know, kind of a hip area of town. Okay. And you have to have a little money to live there. It's not a low-income area. And do I know what what coterie operates in that area? Um, a great question. So let me look at my chart of Pittsburgh coteries. 
And when I look at that um, over the different Camarilla coteries that operate in Pittsburgh, I don't see, you know, I, I believe that one of the Blood Dances clubs was over. Actually, it wasn't in Shadyside specifically. Um, Shadyside uh, may be only significant because I believe that's where uh, Churchill's bar was uh, mm. before Churchill was removed from uh, the city. So there isn't um, like a, a ton of Camarilla activity there necessarily. Certainly the Camarilla had divvied up that neighborhood to somebody, but it wasn't oh, someone that you know. It's not someone who, where you're like, mm. oh, this is their territory inside of the uh, the thumb drive, you know? What time is it right now? I'm going to say it's early because, uh, you know, it, it makes sense that you guys would go as early as you can. So um, it's, you know, it's eight o'clock at night. And would the museum still be open to the public? It would not, but um, in theory, she might still be there. Okay, let's say that then that maybe we arrange through email to meet at her residence. Great. Um, and I'm wondering if there's a way that I could have found out if she knows who Jen Brown is, because I'm just now realizing that the last person I, the last moral person I interacted with, recognized me. Right. Now that was a reporter. No, that was a reporter. A, but an academic might as well. I mean, it's 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 possible. So um you were being kind of a sly in your email, right? You were kind of trying to find out some things. Is that is that uh reasonable to assume? Yeah. Okay. So um let's see how your email went. Let's let's go with a manipulation plus uh, how, I don't know if I want to go technology this time because it's 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 you kind of uh, of um, sending a message. The it wasn't you weren't manipulating the web to do this. You were manipulating words. Mm -hmm. Manipulation plus etiquette, please. You're okay. asking to meet someone you've never met before and see if they know who you are. Critical success. A critical success means that you uh, <laughs> you actually struck up quite a little. Uh, uh, rapport with this woman oh, just over email. Like, uh, you know, uh, you guys were vibing on shows you like toward the <laughs> end of this sort of uh, back and forth uh, correspondence. And so she's looking forward to uh, having you over to uh, her apartment tonight. And she's been talking about the tea she's going to make and uh, uh, and she can't wait for you to meet her cats. Um <laughs> So uh, that is the situation, uh, and, and okay. you're fairly certain she doesn't know who Jen Brown is, to answer your initial question. Okay, then let's say that we meet her at her house, um, right. and I want Kenya and I to go in, and I want to um, ask Smokey to keep a lookout. Right. So um, your car heads off into the night, and Smokey is on his uh, his bike. Dun, 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 dun. His... Uh, his uh, Hog rides ahead of you uh, through the night, uh, and you um, you soon park outside of uh, Gwen Eastman's uh, unassuming apartment building and buzz her, and she immediately is like, "Hello, hi, it's Jen." Oh, hi, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, I was just getting out of the shower. Come on up, and she lets you in. Um, so. Soon you're standing in uh, uh, the doorway. Uh, you, you, you've walked through. You've, you've entered the apartment of a, you know, it's the apartment we all had when we were, you know, 26 or something like that. And, and Gwen is quite young. Um, you can see as she kind of dries her hair, she's dressed. Uh, and uh, 
she's got all kinds of funky books and, and prints all over the wall. Um, she seems like kind of a fun gal. Um, she uh, she likes those Funko Pops, uh, and um, she's got a uh, video game system kind of uh, running uh, in the other room. Uh, and she's like, hi, yeah, hey, Gwen. Hey, how's it going? Hi, and Kenya's like, Kenya. Hi, yeah, uh, Jen mentioned you. Hi, come on in. Can I get you guys some tea? Sure, tea would be great. Great. Um, Smokey has a cell phone, right? Um, yeah, if, if okay. you've if you've uh, outfitted him with one, he has one. I'm not going to okay. say that you can't contact him. Okay. Um, so uh, she brings the tea and uh, great news. You're thin bloods, so you can eat a little bit of human food. Um, maybe they did send the right people on this mission. <laughs> um, so uh, certainly tea, which is, you know, basically slightly flavored hot water. Um, you could take sips of it, but you notice that Kenya, uh, who the whole reason you're here is because she's a very particular eater, is kind of like having a little trouble with it. But Gwen doesn't appear to have noticed yet. Okay. Um. So thank you so much for meeting us. Uh, we're we're really excited to talk to you. Um, I'm going to say that maybe what I've what I've said is that we're we're sort of researching. Um, we're researching instances of of theft in different museums. We're like sort of compiling. We're like researching for a project that we're doing, sort of thing of like right. different like thefts that have place, right? Yes, exactly. And right. um, Kenya found some information about an urn that was taken. Um, when was that? Yeah. No, I did. I looked into that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was part of a dig uh, a long time ago, a long, long time ago. Uh, I think in the in 1960. Um, and uh, wait, I have the stuff. I I actually brought the stuff from from the museum. Hold on. Oh, perfect. Uh, she um, she puts these uh, folders out onto uh, her tiny little kitchen uh, table, uh, uh, and uh, she goes, "Okay, yes, here we go." Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that that urn that you're talking about that that was stolen uh, in the in the sixties, um, it's from Cana. Cana. Have you ever heard of Cana? No. Wedding at Cana. Just I look at Kenya. Just Ken is is that sparking anything for Kenya? Kenya is like looks at you like I don't what that is uh -huh. and uh she's like oh are you guys you guys are not like bible study people right no sorry <laughs> no it's fine the wedding at cana is the wedding where jesus turned the water into wine oh yeah nice. i mean like um to do it he uh he put the water into jars Maybe he put it in one of these jars. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, probably not. They used jars for lots of things back then. But, um, you know, I, I can't really tell you a lot about it because it hasn't been in the collection for like, you know, many decades. And unfortunately, like, you know, the person to really talk to is the per people who dug it up. But that guy died years ago. Oh, really? Who who was he? Did he did he write anything? Did he have any sort of books that he no. published, articles, anything like that? 
he worked for the seminary and the museum for a little while. Uh, you know, even uh, back then, uh, his name was Dr. Ernest Olmsted Orman. And she puts a photo in front of you and you are looking at the Tremere Primogen of Pittsburgh. The guy you met in your first session. No way. The guy that tried to adopt me, right? That's right. And uh, Ooh, in fact, okay. I need to make a composure roll uh, based on your reaction uh, to see if, you know, you kind of show that you're kind of like, whoa, that guy. Um, composure plus subterfuge. Okay. Oh, that's not a great role for me. Let's see. Yeah. You need two successes for her not to notice that you're surprised by the photo. I got one. Ah, uh, okay. So um, you see her kind of clock some surprise on your face, uh, and she's like, "I'm gonna say, I'm gonna hit, I'm just gonna like tap Kenya and be like, doesn't he look just like that guy from that other museum heist?" Uh, let's see how good Kenya is at uh, lying with you. I like <laughs> your lie. I'm not gonna make you roll. I'm gonna make Kenya roll. Uh, doesn't he look like that guy from that other museum heist? Let's see how she does. Okay, here she is. And here is her social skill. Okay. Okay. Uh, she goes, yeah. Yeah, maybe they're connected. That's, that's wild. Yeah. So weird. Wow. Wow. Sorry, we were just we were, we're researching all these different things, and he just looks exactly like this guy from this other thing that we were researching but anyway steal it oh my god can you imagine like that would be like inside man that'd be so wild tell me about this like what is this is this is this uh, for your thesis or what are you working on well we do um we're trying to kind of do a podcast you know i know there's a million out there but we just feel like you know, you know, like uh, my favorite murder, that kind of thing. We sort of want to do something a little bit less grisly, but interesting I still. You love know, my favorite murder. It's love. so great, isn't wait, it? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and she like has like a t-shirt, she, like, <laughs> uh, and like a pillow, uh, and then she's like, "Wow, that's so great." Well, I mean, you know, if you ever need anyone with like knowledge about museums, like I am a curator of a museum. Right. Yeah, totally. That's and great. Like, yeah. Yeah. And there aren't like, I don't know. I'm like totally bragging on myself, but I would like love to be a part of this. Like there aren't a lot of like 26 year old women who are like curators of museums. I, you know, honestly, I didn't want to like comment on your age as like a thing, but I, I'm, it's really impressive. Like, that yeah, I mean, well, it's, you know, it's whatever. It's just like, but like, you know, the, the podcast would have to be, you know, you know, moral. Christian. Moral? Oh, right. Mm -hmm. But I would love to be involved. That's so great to know. Um, hey, would you mind if we um, took a picture of some of this stuff that you brought out or like took, you know, just sort of looked through some of the stuff just for reference later? Is that okay? Or, or. Of course. Yeah. Not, a, not at all. Go ahead. Okay. So I'm going to kind of just go through and as I'm like still chatting with her and like making nice or whatever, like just flip through the stuff and take photos of things. Uh, you do that. Um, uh, well done. You, you, you've gotten, you've got an interesting lead. You've got an interesting bit of information and you now have all of, you know, the information catalog cause you're taking photos and she's letting you do it. 
I, I'm going to leave you there for a moment and check in on our other players. I'm going to check in on Miles and on my friend yeah. Herder. Um, Amy Vanderbuck's apartment. Nine o'clock on a Wednesday in Pittsburgh in the year 2019. What we've talked about is it's not an apartment. It's a house. Amy does have a house, uh, but she's uh, always kind of struggling to pay the bills on it. It's a, it's a little kind of thing um, in uh, one of the uh, more suburban neighborhoods here. Uh, and uh, you guys are uh, playing the stakeout game again. Tell me about what you're doing. Um, yeah, sounds like I'm, I'll, I'll have driven and uh, pull up cruising in the neighborhood and if there's a place to street park where we can keep an eye on the place there is um, yeah pull in there and uh turn down the <laughs> like john denver or whatever is playing at the time um and um park some ways away and just see if there's anything travis's car is there or amy's or something else Travis and Amy's cars are both there in the driveway. Travis drives a uh, Chevrolet pickup truck, uh, and Amy uh, has, uh, you know, uh, a sort of older than you, you'd like her to have uh, Buick. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, as I described before, uh, surveilling them is not too hard because they, they have one of those sort of uh, houses where they have like a big front window, and they've placed their TV right there. You know, and their couch up against the window, so you you know you can kind of see their heads like as they talk to each other and move in and out of the room with snacks and things like that. Um, let's see. Um, hours go by. Okay. Um, hours go by, uh, and um, uh, you can tell that they're kind of starting to get ready to go to bed for the evening. So if someone else was going to kind of keep an eye on them, that person may have showed up by now. <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, if somebody's putting a tail on them, then they're not very diligent about it right tonight. Yeah. Hey, uh, if, if a tail is what they want, um, let me see. Um, Curtis, okay, great. Uh, Curtis, you do, however, as like the lights are going out, you do suddenly, uh, as you guys are talking, actually give me a wits plus awareness roll, both great. of you. Wits plus awareness. Okay. Wits and so um in order to catch what's happening you you only need uh one success one success okay if you get more than that you'll know more uh miles how'd you do zero wow uh the dice are not on your side tonight <laughs> miles is completely taken underwear Curtis, you just see a shadowy form moving toward the car quickly and with intent. Oh, okay. Um, I, uh, how far away are they? Um, they're almost on top of the car. If you I'm opened sure. your door, 
you'd be within striking distance in front of us uh no they're they're on actually your side of the car so they're coming up to the driver's side yeah and they're uh headed from amy's house toward you okay crossing Um, the street right now okay um i uh hmm okay I, are, I, I, uh, I start. I start the car. Headlights on. Okay. Uh, the car's on. Headlights are on, and the headlights reflect a little bit uh, from the street and everything. And suddenly, the shadowy form comes uh, becomes illuminated, and he's already knocking on uh, the uh, driver's side window. And it's Travis, uh, Amy's uh, boyfriend. And he's I, like, Miles. I, I get pink. <laughs> I get pink now. Go ahead and get oh. pink, gentlemen. I mean, hopefully it's dark enough and there's flat. Well, I, the lights are not hey, on. The interior yeah. lights are not yeah. on. I agree. Hopefully. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. That's, and that's just I a see. rouse, right? Um, that is just a rouse roll. Miles, do you get pink as well? I successfully get pink. Oh, very I, good. I successfully get pink as well, but I get hungrier. Travis, you always oh you got yeah Travis, Every, Travis, you always successfully get pink you always successfully use the blush of life to make yourself look human but sometimes using that blood makes you hungrier and so curtis you do become a bit hungrier your hunger goes up to i believe to and yeah. now this guy is in a uh he's he you know it's 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 amy's boyfriend he hasn't even bothered to like put a shirt on he's in like a pair of like bi- uh basketball shorts and slippers no shirt. You can see all of his tattoos. And he's knocking on the window. And he's like, Miles? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I'm, I, the window's not down yet. I'm just I'm like, do you want to have this conversation? Um, I have to have some version of it now. Okay. I, uh, rolled, I rolled down the window. What are you doing here, man? Uh, it's, it had just been a minute. You know, I had to uh, skip down some some work with the union. They're dragging me back in, you know. But I, I had a few moments. I just wanted to check up on you. But it looks like you guys are in bed, so. Uh, you can't keep doing this, man. Doing what? <laughs> I've seen you already, you know, driving around here, watching her. Like, if you want to be in Amy's life, you have to be in it. You can't do whatever this is. Miles. (laughs) Fuck, man. I don't know what shit you're fucking. I'm losing my marbles, Travis. Yeah, I think so, man. No, no. Travis, I'm losing my marbles. And I'd like to (laughs) put a little pitiable and some type of deception there or something. Because doctor says it's Alzheimer's. Early stages. Wait, what? Uh, I don't want Amy to know. Make a pitiable uh, subterfuge, a manipulation plus subterfuge roll. And if it's part of the this pitiable thing, I get that that there's a bonus. You get the right? extra dice, yeah, okay. the extra die. I want to say that Ruby's in the back seat of the car, just like. The luck is back. How many successes? Five successes. Okay, he's like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell her. 
Is that why you faked your own death, man? Yeah. Yeah. So please. Dude, he could help you with this, Miles. No, no. You got no idea to know that you're in everything. You told me I drove around here. Hell, I probably did, but I don't remember it. I don't remember what I was driving. I mean, what was I driving for crying out loud? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Fuck. Travis, you should have your family helping you, man. Who? I'm sorry, man. Who are you? He he is my helper. Yeah. um, Helper? The, uh, Curtis is like thinking quickly here. Um, you know, the union pension provides some, uh, services for, uh, for our members. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sort of a caretaker that they provide. Don't worry, Mr. Uh, Vanderbuck's in very good hands. And I pat him on the on the shoulder and I feel the the sword. Look, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Travis, you got to promise me now. You can't tell Amy. I, I need to be able to trust you on this. Man to man. I don't want to tell her, man, but I don't know, man. People have been asking about you. I know. Just as, as far as they're concerned, I'm gone. Who's been asking about him, uh, sir? Anybody Anybody else from the union? Who, who's been asking about me? Who? <laughs> Fucking cops, Miles. Oh, Mr. Vanderbuck. We really got to keep you from wandering off. You got to... Did they leave a card or anything? I can call them and sort them all out, I guess, even though. They left a card, but I don't know, man. I'm worried about you. And uh, yeah, excuse me, Mr. Um, Helper. I I don't fucking know you. And um, shit, man, you know, I'm on probation. I, I can't get in trouble again. I. I, I got to tell him I saw you. I'm I sorry. No. Don't hang around here anymore. You're confusing Amy. You're going to hurt her. Travis. I'm sorry. Travis, you tell him. Head back into the house. I get out. <laughs> I get out and go to him and just, <laughs> just oh, grab wow. Don't, man, because you know I can kick your ass, all right? Like, you're an old man, and I don't want to have to kick my girlfriend's dad's ass on I my know. front row. I know, I know. I'm just an old guy, I, but you can't, you can't, you can't tell it. Just, I'll take care of it. Look, the company. He works for our company. The company will take care of it. Just give me the officer's name so I can contact. No, I, I think I gotta call him. I'm. I think Travis. I gotta. Call him. I'm Travis. happy to. I'm happy to make the call, sir. I mean, I'm. The the organization I work for deals with this sort of thing all the time. If the officer left a card or anything, we'll sort everything out so you don't have to bother about it. I understand a probationary situation can be very complicated. We're happy to take this off your hands. It sounds like you are being persuasive. Maybe you're being even a little bit. You're, yeah. Sounds like I'm trying to perf- lie in a very complicated way, which is not my forte. <laughs> no, it's not, but it, it was a good lie. And so I'm not going to uh, penalize you for making a good lie. Um, I think that you need to give me a manipulation. That might not be your, your strong suit, but you can choose something other than 
uh, one of your terrible skills uh, for that great lie that you just told? I mean, can I? Uh, this this gets into like I'm just a simple Southern lawyer, but can I argue that um, the skill of streetwise, being the wisdom of the streets, whereby Curtis says in, in his lowest moments had to come up with all sorts of tales and desperate desperate hustles and angles in order to score and avoid uh, capture by the law and uh, and people that he owes money. Um, and, and and getting out of these sorts of scrapes is just the sort of thing that happens on the streets. And this is an example of the wisdom that, that provides, Your Honor. Sustained. <laughs> but watch yourself, McCoy. Uh, <laughs> yes, sustained. You can go ahead and uh, make a manipulation plus streetwise role. It does make sense that you're talking about probation and yeah, cops yeah, exactly. and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but um, Travis seems pretty intense on calling this guy. So. I need three successes. Uh, two successes. Can I burn a willpower to? Oh wait, That's, can you use a willpower to reroll hunger dice? You cannot. Oh, in that case, I'm hosed. In that case, Travis goes. Do not make me raise my voice. Do not make me wake up my baby girl in there. Get off my lawn, Amy's lawn, technically. And do not come back here, Moss. And he heads. Absolutely, I grab, I grab his, I grab his arm, and I, and I, I hold him. Hey, give me the car. I'm still playing the old man. Give me the car. All right, I didn't want to fucking have to do this, Moss. Let go of my fucking arm, dude. I don't. Where is it? I reach for his pocket. He reaches back. <laughs> And, and this turn, he's going to try to punch you in the face. That's okay. Now, what kind of person punches an older man who has just convinced him that they're suffering from Alzheimer's in the face? I would, I would argue to our viewers and to our players that Travis is some old school Pittsburgh trash. <laughs> and uh, this is how you solve problems in his family. So uh, here he goes with his uh, not insignificant. Uh, he's going to try to punch you in the face. Miles Vanderbuck, what are you going to do? I'm going to take the hit, pretend like it hurts a lot, yeah, collapse know. into him, and try and take his wallet or card or whatever the fuck is in his pocket. And if this I'm is basically weird. going to not fight back, get hit a bunch, really pretend like... Ah, and then like steal from it <laughs> and, if this guy is telling, and if this guy is telling me that he has to seems this seems like a probation violation to me so i'm gonna i might try to i'll try to leverage that if the pickpocketing doesn't work yeah okay so you're so yeah, curtis you're gonna hold off maybe this round and maybe bring in like another social role if uh miles's gambit doesn't work here i know um, that miles can take human punches all day long <laughs> miles here comes the punch. Let's see how it does. Um, the punch. Uh, it's no kind of critical success or anything, but he does get three successes in his punch, um, which is enough to really connect with your head, uh, enough to give you the momentum to believably kind of like take the hit. And so now from Miles, I would love a manipulation plus brawl or a... Um, it's a, you're almost doing some physical acting here, aren't you? Um, actually, you've got to take a hit and pretend it hurt. 
and then uh, and then try to pick well, his pocket. Well, there's so much going on in this role. What do you? It looks think? like it did. Like, it looks like it did hurt hurt me. I just want to sort of it kneel, my, have my knee, knees buckle a little bit and go go towards him. I guess. Yeah, I guess I want. I guess I want you to like pickpocket him more than anything. That seems like the hard part of the role. Pretending that a punch that hurt hurt doesn't seem hard. So why don't we go with um, some dexterity to grab something out of his pocket? And uh, I mean, I would go larceny, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Dexterity plus larceny. And uh, the number of successes you get will determine what you get out of his pocket. One success. Oh, wait. Um, I'd like to use a willpower. That's a good idea. Give me that willpower. Reroll the dice that you can with the willpower. Okay. So two total. <laughs> okay. That's enough to get his cell phone. Do you want to palm Travis's cell phone, which yes. he had in his biker, his basketball shorts as he walked out across the lawn? Because nobody yes. is ever without their fucking cell phone anymore. Yes. Okay, you have it. And he's like, I didn't want to do that, Miles. Uh, please, hey, let, me just, let me just call him. Otherwise, I'm going to get in trouble. You know, that was a long time coming. You have always disapproved of me. And now the things are on the other foot. You realize that I'm the one that's got to protect Amy from now on. Okay. Yeah, At this point, I I grab um Miles on the shoulder. I'm like, Mr. Vanderbuck, are you all right? It seems like the people that should be going to the police tonight are us. In fact, I think I've got a complaint that I need to make. Well, you go ahead and make that fucking complaint, and I'll be making my own report to the people that talked to me earlier. Good night, gentlemen. Don't he hurts heading. I, I, I grab him. I grab him again. Don't tell Amy. Don't tell her. I won't. I love that girl. I would never. I, I, I won't tell her. Okay. All right. Um, and he heads into the house. Um, and how long do you think it will be before he realizes that he can't call this guy because he doesn't have his cell phone? I turn to Curtis I, I and I show him the phone. Like. Okay, twenty-three skidoo. And yeah, um, we, I hustle back to the car. Um, great. Um, you hustle back to the car, and you are, um, you're turning it on. You're getting ready to go. Yeah. I mean, can, um, we just, can it just Ruby? Do you have a code on it? Can we slide it open? Um, you'll have to figure out the code. <laughs> of course, it has a code of some sort. Um, you're not able to open it. Uh, at, at present, Miles, you're like in the passenger seat, like furiously trying to figure out what his code is. Ruby starts growling. You see a light go on in the house, and here comes Travis across the lawn again. What are you going to do? Uh, what do I got to give this? Are you pulling out? Or are you pulling away? Are you giving the yeah. phone back? I start to pull out. Yeah. Go, go. And, and I'm you drive away. <laughs> like, seems to me that he's probably, I mean, if he's got that officer's number on a piece of paper, he's going to call it on a landline in about 10 fucking minutes. But who has a landline anymore? <laughs> um, mean, yeah, you could use you could use Amy's, but I mean, sh- shit, that that went that went kind of sour. I wasn't expecting that. What the fuck <laughs> you expect, man? 
Oh God. Um, now there is someone who knows how to open unlocked phones. Yes, exactly. Let's go to the museum. Well, oh, really? Okay. You we'll just wait outside, Jared. We're not going to go in. Okay. We're just okay. going to wait outside. No problem. Um, I think this is a moment where maybe I've I could text um, uh, Jen and be like, "Things got uh, things got little crazy, but okay." <laughs> where where you at? <laughs> Great. Um, so uh, let's bring Jen Brown back in. Yeah. Hello. Um, Jen, you get a text as you're finishing up, um, kind of uh, taking photos of of these uh, these documents. Um. Does it seem like how long have we been there? Um, not long. I mean, uh, I guess I guess you've hang, hung out long enough. That if it was just a business appointment, you could leave. You know, you, it wouldn't seem odd. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see the text and go. Oh shoot, Gwen, I'm so sorry. We have to get going. Um, I could talk about podcasts all day, but um, I just okay. Well, you have you guys have my uh, yes. Right. Okay. Um. Sure. Sure. Uh, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for, uh, oh, sure. for making yeah. the time. Sure. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. It was like this was so. St- I mean, this was like this place is so messy, and I'm sorry. No, it's it's great. It's great. Thank <laughs> you so much. Um, uh, I I'll, I'll I'll get back in touch with you soon. Kenya uh, puts down her teacup and was like, "It was very nice to see your home." And she <laughs> heads out. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna be like bye, and then uh, follow her out and shut the door. And um, as we're leaving, I'm gonna text to to meet back at base. Very good. Shall we set a scene at the hospital? Yes. Very good. Um, soon you're all uh, the four of you. I mean, uh, you know, Smokey <laughs> Outrider uh, kind of keeps an eye on your car uh, as you head back. Uh, to uh, oh nice hell fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. dude that guy is fucking tight as hell uh, <laughs> all right so uh your vampire biker uh guard uh leads the way into the uh, old abandoned hospital parking lot uh, and soon you are once again all uh meeting um in one of the halls i want to uh, take a second to uh not like lay it on too thick but like thank smoky in a way that's like not overbearing, but just like, thanks, man. Uh, it would have been, it was really nice to know that you were there. So thanks for coming with us. I know it was uneventful. Hey, no problem, Jen Brown. Hey, by the way, man, uh, me and Dutch was talking and, uh, I know y'all said you've been wanting to recruit more people for, uh, you know what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we know a bunch of, uh, what you might call independent, operators uh, down at route 79 um, we could uh kind of go on what a bit of a recruiting tour uh but uh well i don't have a gift to gab like you do little lady it might be nice if uh you know we brought some of y'all with us to, sh- to show people the, the power of mary you know uh, i think they'd join us real quick that's a good idea. Thanks. Just a thought. We could make introductions. 
talk to Miles and Curtis and, and Mary and see what they say. Appreciate it. You take it easy. And then I'm gonna like <laughs> Very nice bikers. Very nice um, bikers. Mm -hmm. The bikers are no problem so far. Um yeah. okay. so, keep it that way. Who knows? Um, so you have you're back in the hospital and you guys can kind of share your intel. Mm -hmm. So uh I guess is Kenya with us still? She is, yeah. She's like, so it looks like the head of the Tremere knows what the urn is. He's he's the archaeologist that found it. So how come he isn't coming after it? Or 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 how come he let the prince have it? I don't I don't understand. Do we know? Uh, and I'm like going back in my, I'm literally going in my files, but maybe Jenna's doing the same. Um, we know where the Haven is. Um, currently there you are do five. Know the Haven of the Tremere, yes. There are five known members of Clan Tremere, or there are just only five members of Clan Tremere. I have Pittsburgh that. Isn't, Pittsburgh isn't like boiling over with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of vampires. So in, according to the thumb drive that you have, which, as we've said, some of it might be a little out of date. Mm -hmm. um, there are five members of the uh, Tremere Chantry, uh, and uh, they are headquartered at the Economy Village, I believe is the name of the place. Mm -hmm. uh, which is an old kind of like commune i mean there's so many reasons he could have given it over to the prince for some sort of leverage as part of a deal they obviously know it's important or it wouldn't have been locked up in his office yeah maybe we need to start setting our sights on the good doctor if he knows how important it is i mean maybe he maybe he'd even join us I don't know. He was one of the first people I interacted with when I turned. He doesn't have too much affection for me. And I don't think he seems like the type that would flip unless he is kind of a mad doctor. So you just gotta give him a reason to. He is. Uh, just a reminder to anybody uh, watching or maybe our players as well. When you first met him, he was fascinated with the thin blood condition. Right. And he seemed to kind of want to use you as a, I mean, this is why you were thoroughly and reasonably skeeved out by him as sort of a uh, test subject or he wanted to kind of study you. <laughs> I'm going to convey that to Kenya. And she's like, oh, God. Yeah. I guess I don't want him on our side. We'll think about it. Well, what about we these other people? Like these other people like uh, who, who work at the museum? Maybe they know something that Gwen doesn't, you know? It's possible, but if it was stolen, excavated and stolen that long ago, I don't want to... I'm remiss to dip our toe into too many areas now. We've been seen by one person. If any of the Camarilla get a scent that we're on this trail... They're right, going to be right. able to start yeah, predicting you know, our movements. Yeah, more lies and more lies. And then, yeah. I mean, we already have to start a podcast now. <laughs> you can come up with a name. What? I'll fill you guys in. Look, if you want, we can try to do it through channels that don't require us going in person. I can give you an email that's not traceable. You can try to contact people that way so that we don't have to interface in person. See if we can get stuff that way. But we also need to hit Clan Tremere. 
they were sort of on our list. I mean, I was thinking of them maybe being next on our list. Um, so this is we definitely don't know anything about them. Well, you don't necessarily need to without. I mean, let's see. We know, we know, we know where their haven is. Um, we know that they were formerly a Christian commune. Cathedral of Learning, that's their haven, right? No, their haven's an old economy village at Pitt. Is that right? Uh, so, yeah, the uh, good questions. Um, uh, you know that Dr. Orman conducts sort of business sometimes out of the Cathedral of Learning at Pitt, but that their haven, the where the Chantry and all the vampires sort of dwell, is at a place called the Old Economy Village, which is an old Christian commune. Uh, is that group that's involved in the love triangle that we destroyed or that's a this is another group this, this is, is a, a different group. group okay okay what we um, need are more ghouls we need we need intel i wonder if there's someone we could turn that's not the doctor yet if at all you need a you need a ghoul to do what exactly if if we want to take on tremere i mean kenya's not wrong we need to know what we're dealing with so we either need what was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Everybody freeze. Uh, um, we should Bob. talk to Steersy. She knows about like magic and stuff. Like I, I've heard the Tremere have magic. Magic. What have you heard? <clears throat> I, I don't know. I mean, I've heard they have blood sorcery. Like they can, um, you know, cast spells and do things to your blood, or like protect against sunlight with with uh with rituals okay let's talk to her i need to debrief with these guys but that's a good idea wait talk to cersei are we going to tell everybody about this cana jesus business because that kind of freaked me out what freaked you out about it I mean, do you want to tell Mary and Donna that we have Jesus's cup from? Well, I mean, I don't believe in that shit. Apparently, this is how Jesus turned water into wine. Well, I'm going to keep it to myself. You do what you got to do, Tim Brown. She walks out. All right, guys, what happened? Oh, things went great. No problems at all. <sighs> what what happened? A couple eyebrows raised at the house. But um, we've got my uh, daughter's shitbag boyfriend's cell phone. If we, we get one. into this, we might be able to find out something. Why Doesn't do you work? have his cell phone? I oh. thought you guys were just going to do surveillance. What happened? Yeah, he stuck up on us. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus Christ. Give me the phone. If you can crack it, if he's been in contact with whatever pop was questioning him, because the cops have been around asking about Miles. We don't know who, and we don't know exactly what, because he wouldn't say. Has, has he called them yet? Right away. No. But <laughs> he's going to find a way. Unless he, unless the only place he saved the number of the detective who approached him is in the phone that's in your hand right now. So he saw your car. Yep. We need to get rid of it. Can't use it. 
Give me the phone. Ditch that car somewhere smart. <laughs> we need an entire new skill for vampires of Pittsburgh. Car management. <laughs> There's um, so much car acquisition and abandonment. <laughs> there is, and 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 reasonably so. When you're, uh, you know, when you're uh, operating a shadow uh, conspiracy, uh, cars are very. I mean, Jen Brown's not wrong uh, that uh, a car could be clocked or remembered. Um, so um, we'll deal with that in a little bit. Uh, maybe you guys do ditch the car. It sounds like something that would be likely. And you won't be without vehicles if you do that, obviously. Now that you have an Anarch army of 25 uh, undead souls, actually 24 and one living soul, you have access to vehicles. But um, would we like to deal with the, uh, with the phone? Um. Yes, I'm. I'll be. I'll get into it, but I'm gonna kind of like look. I know your daughter is important to you. I know we all have things that are important to us that are not this movement, but we can't be doing shit like this all the time. Okay, what we ended up doing today was a cakewalk. It was fine that you guys weren't there, but you can't be making contact with your daughter or her shitbag boyfriend. If it means that we're going to have to keep ditching cars fucking left and right, okay? I'm sorry to say this, Miles, but she's right. Right now, the, the thing that's going to keep her the safest is for you to stay away from her. The less she knows about you, the less leverage they're going to have on her. And the less they could do to her to get to you. They can kill her! Then what do you want to do about that, Miles? You want to turn her? You want to bring her in here? You want to spend every night guarding her and put yourself more at risk? Put her more at risk? I don't care about this. I care about her. I don't want to be a goddamn anarch. And why you can you want to just go and tell her everything then? Miles, what'll it the take only to way that you can, bed? The only way that you can do that is if you make her like Dylan and just bring her into the fold. Well, we maybe I will. And I storm out of the room. But you uh, um, interesting. And punch the wall as hard as I can on the Do way. You out. Really? Yes. Um, like I mean, you know, uh, as a vampire with several dots of potence, uh, Miles punches the wall as he exits, and plaster and bits of wall go spraying across uh, the uh, old empty corridor. Um, it is a violent uh, demonstration, uh, but very much in line with his bruja blood. Um, I want to, if I can, unlock the phone and basically download its contents onto a laptop that I have. And I Great. would, if once, well, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Curtis, what would you like to do? Because I'm the one who could ID the voice of uh, Churchill's ghoul. I just want to play the, the voicemail. I want to play the voicemail inbox. Yeah, so... Um, let's go ahead and do the tech roll first. Um, Jen, give me, um, cause I, I don't think this is the easiest thing in the world. You have to break sure. into it and everything. Please give me a wits plus technology roll. And in order to get into, um, you know, his like uh, T T-Mobile phone, three successes will be fine. Right. Hold on. Hold on here. I got two. So let's. Give that a go again. 
with a little willpower. Okay, now I have five successes. Ah, uh, that's more than enough. And so I can tell you that as you're searching through his contacts, you can even see when contacts were added. And uh, not even a week ago, he added someone uh, named uh, Dale Passio. Uh, and then he made the note, Sheriff. Mm. Um, Dale Passio. Um, so uh, this is possibly the contact that got in touch with him. Unfortunately, Curtis, there is no voicemail. All right. Um, um, do we have I'm other... going to, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, do, do we have, we have other phones though. Burners. Sure. Why do you need a burner phone? Or I could even go to a, try to go and try going to a pay phone. Are you going to go call Dale Passio? Is that what you're saying? I'm going to ID the voice. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Of course. Um, okay. So, uh, Jen, are you okay with, uh, Curtis going to do that? Are you going to let yeah. him do that? Okay. Um, so um, when are you going to do that? Because now it is uh, like four in the morning. I might save that for the next day then maybe. Very good. Shall we cut ahead I, a little bit? I have another, I have another thing. I have not Certainly. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. In the time on our tradition of role-playing game players, you will never let a day pass. Um, <laughs> every game, it doesn't matter if it's Dungeons and Dragons or a vampire people are I'll be like, and then the day's over and everybody's like, no, it's not. No, no, no. <laughs> which is great go ahead we said during downtime that curtis has been uh been having meditation sessions with mary right that's right yes having one-on-ones to to just learn about animalism and and all that and i think maybe tonight is that a daily nightly occurrence or it it can be i think it's an often occurrence i think sometimes mary sends you away actually Maybe so. If she doesn't send me away tonight, and we hunker down, um, I would maybe ask a couple questions. Um, Ooh, yes. If uh, if the other players don't mind, let's set a scene with Curtis and Mary. And so, um, uh, yes, there she is. Uh, and of course, Mary, uh, you're all perplexed by the fact that uh, Mary of the Obsidian Skin. Uh, never really uh, put any furniture in her room <laughs> in the hospital. She just kind of sits, uh, you know, cross-legged on the floor in there, uh, and she greets you when you arrive. Um, it's about an hour before dawn. Curtis Krieger. I just wanted to sit with you for a bit before I go down for the day. Okay, Gardner Krieger. But tonight we're not going to do any sitting. You're right. Tonight, I want you to find something for me. What would you like me to find for you? There's a cricket in the hospital. How many square feet would you say this place is? Hundreds. I... Well, there's an hour till dawn. If you can find it, I'll show you the next secret. 
the well. path to enlightening your angel. All right. Um, there's still so much I don't understand. But I'm on the path. I learned so much before that's starting to become clearer. The angels inside us. But what does that mean about who I call God? What does that mean about Noah and <laughs> Abraham and Noah. Jesus? Yes. Yes. Well, I would put it to you this way. The United States military, they say that they uh, protect the best interests of those that are scared and hurting all over the world. That they protect the interests of those that believe in truth and justice. Would you say that that is true? No. Well, the I Bible said, was written by similar pieces of shit. <laughs> Often the opposite of the story is what is true. Cain is God. He just had very bad... Uh, What's the word they use now? Publicity. All right. Can you hear it? I, I send out, can I, do I send out a feral whisper? You may, yeah, you can send out a feral whisper. Um, and that's a... What, that's for, that's that discipline plus what? Oh yeah, let me let me uh, you know as the storyteller, I should probably tell you that, right? Uh, remind you. Um, so your feral whisper uh, power is activated by just rolling your um, charisma or manipulation plus your animalism. Uh, now you're trying to look. You're looking for quite an alien mind, an insect mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to set the difficulty a little higher. Her little test tonight is a little higher. Um, can you give me three successes? Let's see, I can't. That's okay. It's not. I, there's so many, too many voices. She opens her palm and the. Uh, insect is in her palm and she's like you were trying too hard she crushes it the bible the human bible was a book for people whose lives littered away like ash on the wind there is another book a book that I hold close that has taught me what to believe 
It tells of the antediluvians, creatures that were immortal before Noah's flood came. If we could find a copy, I believe we would empower our movement significantly. It is called the Book of Nod. Go tell Jen Brown and Miles Vanderbuck that I want you to find it. We're done here. Very well. I thank, thank you. <clears throat> um, Curtis, uh, you uh, <laughs> head out into the night. I'm sorry that you that you failed uh, the test that Mary gave you tonight. But these these hey. are the things that happen when uh, when these sort of supernatural tests are are given and and tried. Mm -hmm. um, I think that th there's one final scene I want to set. I, I am going to make a night pass now. A day comes. The vampires uh, huddled in their various, uh, you know, their old uh, patient rooms. Uh, the remnants of like torn, like operating curtains hanging, uh, uh, windows boarded over to keep the light out. Um, they lay there like frozen, dead corpses until the sun sets again. And the final thing I'd like to set tonight is not so much a scene as a hook. I don't even know if Miles would be here for this, but Jen Brown definitely would be. Jen Brown, you're talking to Searcy. Uh, Searcy is a, is a character we haven't talked too much. She's one of the many random anarchs that were part of this movement who kind of uh, glommed onto it. Uh, I've described her briefly before. She's got like you know, dyed, multicolored hair. Half of her head is shaved. She's got a lot of tattoos, lots of piercings. Uh, and you guys can tell a lot of the tattoos are of different occult symbols. And she considers herself a witch. Mm. Kenya said that you should talk to her. Uh, and that's what you're doing uh, in our final little scene tonight. And uh, seriously, uh, comes to you, Jen Brown, respectfully. It says... Uh, Kenya told me that you wanted to talk to me. Yes. <laughs> what do you know about Clan Tremere and the magic that they seem to use? It's blood sorcery. So it controls the blood. It can make you hungry or, um, you know, uh, stop a stake from entering your heart. It's potent stuff, and they're very subtle in how they use it. All I know, from what I've heard, is that you should be afraid of it. Have you ever seen it used? No. No, I haven't. But I might know someone who could help us. Who? There's this independent. You know, not Cam or Anarch, really, that I met on the way into Pittsburgh. Yeah, we need to get her to join us, right? Because she's, like, scary, but she, like, knows things, I think. And she has all these really intense-looking books. Like, uh, like, I think she could help us protect ourselves from Orman and his, like, magic 
Did she show you anything that would make you think that? Oh, yeah. There were, we're at this campsite, right? And she's like, yeah, I know a thing or two. And I'm like, bullshit. Like, every fucking lick I've ever run across says they know fucking magic. Like, show me your magic. And she's like, okay. And then she just fucking made the shadows in the clearing sort of come and cloak her. And then she could reach out with the very stuff of shadow itself and lift things off the ground. She grabbed me with strands of shadow. I was turned on, Jen Brown. (laughs) I won't lie to you. But she didn't hurt me. I think she could help us. You just met her. How? I don't know. I have a feeling about her. How did you find her? Well, I think she's kind of circling Pittsburgh for some reason. You know, hunting in campgrounds. I I don't know why. It's like there was some reason she couldn't come into the city. Like something had happened to her here. Okay. Thank you. So. Sounds like buddy. And then I, and then got to find my. Oh, right. Oh man. Uh, Tonight's session has one more scene left in it. Uh, Yeah. Um, Making a call. Mm Mm-hmm. Making a call like seven, seven fifteen, seven twenty in the evening. As soon as you awake, it mm-hmm. right? Yeah, on like a b- burner Nokia flip phone or something. Okay. Cricket wireless. You have reached the desk of Deputy Dale Passio. I am not available to take your call right now, but if you contact the Allegheny Sheriff's Department office, they will uh, help you. If this is an emergency, you need to dial nine one one. Thank you. I hang up. Do I recognize that voice? <laughs> Not at all. Sounded like another good old boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's maybe less of a threat, or at least not the person we know. Can I but say to? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Someone we, it's someone we could. Someone we could uh, tell to meet us somewhere, and then do things too. <laughs> Ah, now you're thinking like a kindred. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it is someone you could tell to meet somewhere and then do things too. Um, Jen Brown, what did what, what did you want to ask? I wanted to um, make sure that all of the content of the boyfriend's phone was on my laptop, and then I want to uh, wipe it. Okay. Um, this is, we're, we're out of time for tonight. So here's what I'll say. Um, you wipe the phone. You're just, you're on your, you're on your laptops and you're just cycling through, you know, everything that you've been working on. And, um, you notice because you have some sort of, uh, device set to ping when people hit you at your various, um, your various aliases on various forums. 
you notice that you've been pinged several times again by the man that you knew was from the Inquisition. What does it say? A man or a woman, I'm sorry. We, we don't know. Um, are you there? I can help you. Talk to me. Are you in danger? It's like a long... And uh, when you get to, like, message number 30, <laughs> you've been busy. You haven't been checking this. <laughs> You've mm-hmm. been checking your alias on some weird fucking dark web site that you were on, like, you know, all the time. You're just doing all your business on your computer. You get the message 30. He's like, um, you've fallen too. And that's when he stops sending messages. Hmm. A week or two ago. So that thread's still in the air. And that is where we are going to end for tonight because we have gone uh, 10 minutes over our allotted two hours of gaming. But <laughs> I want to know, I, I, I don't want to just leave it there. What are people planning to do next session? Because I don't think we're into downtime again yet. I think that there's a lot of balls in the air right now. And uh, God, one of them is going to drop. So, <laughs> uh, Miles Vanderbuck. uh once again, on the outs with the coterie, what are you going to do next session, or what do you think you might do? Um, I might go and fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I don't. I don't want to tell these people in any capacity because then they'll try to stop me. Or we could try to help you. You won't try to help me. I'll go in there and I'll be about to win. And then you're like, grab my fist and be like, <laughs> don't. And that's how you'll help me. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Curtis Krieger, what are you thinking next steps are? I might either want to uh, turn Dale Passio or, uh, or um yeah, Google Dale Passio if he's not already. Or uh um find this um independent witch because the word she has weird books made my ears perk up. Great, made Ross the player's ears perk up. Ross the player's ears, but also based on what uh my conversation with Mary, I'm like, mm-hmm. Great. And Jen Brown, what are you thinking? Well, I wanna know how Dylan and Cross got along. Mm. Um, that so, might not, you might not know where you've progressed on that until you finish whatever this mission is. The mission okay. you've chosen. Well, I mean, the mission you've chosen is to look into the urn, but I think that that's opened up a lot of boxes here, right? Uh, and then Miles went ahead and said, uh, not that box, and opened another box. Right. This is all no problem. But I think that, that there's action happening the next couple nights for your characters, and then we'll hear back from uh, Dylan. We'll have, like, another downtime session. So uh, what do you think, like, happens, you know, or what the Jen wants to do the next night? I feel like looking into this witch might not be a bad idea. Although the fact that she seems like she's like buddies gives me pause. But um, I do have sort of a hankering to find out what's going on with Clan Tremere. So, and if Curtis is keen to go hang out with the witch, then maybe, uh, maybe that's what we'll do. 
um, all of these things will eventually come to pass or you will uh, or your horrifying uh, and regrettable actions will make them impossible to carry out uh because uh we have a living world here and when one action is taking sometimes you cut off the paths to other ones but uh i, I think that's exciting and this there's a lot of possibilities there um i can't wait to see all of it happen uh thank you again thanks for listening keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on twitter and instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore we're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther, Brian Baldinger, and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. And now your Pittsburgh fact. Heinz ketchup was first introduced as Heinz tomato catsup in 1876 in Pittsburgh. Ketchup is the only mortal food that sometimes makes vampires feel hungry. What's up, SOBs? Podcast producer Andrew here reminding you that you can catch Jared and the Stream of Blood crew live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Stereo app. Check out the link in the show notes or on any of our social media channels. You can download the Stereo app from the App Store or Google Play Store and follow us on there at Stream of Blood. We're so excited to be partnering with them to bring our fans and community even more awesome content. And with the Stereo app, you can even leave messages for us that we can listen to and play back on the stream. It's a great way to get involved and support the show. So hit the link in the show notes and we'll chat with you there soon.